I'm Misty Winkler, and you're listening to the Simply Convivial Audio Blog, Episode 43. I named my blog Simply Convivial to remind myself that my mood, my demeanor, my temperament shapes our home and education, shapes my children's lives more than anything else I do or say. So Season 7 is all about mom's mood and how much it matters. Truly, we must repent, rejoice, and repeat every day. So let's dig into today's short but meaty focus session to help you keep your head in the game as a homeschooling mom. Morning time mottos for moms and kids. We recite mottos during our morning time. I think the place I first encountered this idea was when listening to an ACCS teacher training audio back before there were Circe conferences or podcasts. The elementary classes of Logos School, at least back in the old days, had mottos that they recited daily. Then the teacher could call them to mind when they were relevant. As a family, we already had a few little sayings, ways to keep frequent commands familiar, memorable, and pithy. Over the years, I've collected mottos, adding to and subtracting from our repertoire, but finally setting down on a select few for this year. Last year, these mottos were behind the daily tab of our binder, and most days we went over them quickly. We alternated the section with a selection of pithy Shakespearean proverbs each term. These mottos are not only reminders for the kids, they're reminders for myself as well. Obey right away, all the way, with a good attitude every day. Clearly, this is an important one, particularly for the toddlers, and since they're with us during morning time, they've all learned this family motto, which we originally learned from Matt Whitling, although Ted Tripp also has a similar one. They learn it in happy times when they aren't being reprimanded and required to do anything, and I think that helps. Sometimes, I'm tempted to wield this saying like a sword over the heads of my older children who think they are growing above the law. But usually when I want to slam them with it, it's because I want to shut down the argument which they need to work through in order to grow in understanding, to grow in maturity and independence, and to be heard. Be careful what you command is even more true for teens than for toddlers. What would be more effective for them would be for them to see me applying this motto to myself, to show them the way. Yes, this motto is for me as much as for the toddlers. If I can't obey my Lord, how can I expect them to obey their mother? We're all imperfect obeyers, trying, being held accountable, but always needing reminders, forgiveness, and grace. With a good attitude every day, reverberates in my head all day. And that's exactly what I need and why we continue to recite the mottos. We get truth stuck in our heads so the spirit can easily bring conviction when necessary. Don't pass it up pick it up. This saying revolutionized my thinking when I first encountered it as a young mom trying to stay above the chaos and not succeeding. It taught me to pay attention and even notice that I was passing things up. Now I can say it to the kids as I see them step on a magazine when they walk through a room instead of getting angry or exasperated, or at least by masking those bad reactions, I have a practice. I can say, don't pass it up, pick it up in a chipper voice. I don't expect it to make a huge difference to the kid's actual behavior right now, but I do expect these words to haunt them when they have their own homes someday. It's a little strategy for life success that I'm putting into the back recesses of their minds. And as I move through the house throughout the day, it's primarily a reminder for myself 
a strategy for sanity that I have to be the first one to listen to. Business before pleasure. We encountered this saying first when we read Hillier's A Child's History of the World. The boys were amused by the repeated phrase in the chapter about the first Olympics, and so I seized upon it as a motto. It's the basis and reminder phrase for our morning flow, business before pleasure. No going off and doing your own thing while you have business left to finish, period. If you do, more business, i.e. chores, will be added to your list or pleasure shall be removed, i.e. no computer that day. Voices, cheerful, polite, strong. No mumbling, watch your tone, look me in the eye. Knowing how to hold yourself and speak confidently is a skill I want my children to have. It's a skill I'd like to have, but I scorned and hid from all speaking practice until a few years ago when I finally realized that maybe I was wrong about not needing to know how to communicate with others out loud. This is not just a reminder for the kids. It's a reminder for me that, even with the kids, I need a cheerful, polite, yet firm tone. I have no problem with a strong and firm tone in my house, but a convivial atmosphere requires cheerful and polite as well. Leave it better than you found it. A good principle to live by. It applies at the park, when you borrow something from a friend, when you leave a friend's house, It'd be downright amazing if every member of the family, myself included, put this into practice every time we left a room or the car. Maybe that will be our next practical application. But I had another sudden pang of application the other day. What about deposits versus withdrawals on my children's bank accounts of affection? What if, with each interaction we had, I made sure that they were better for it, more sure of the fact that they belonged and were loved? which means holding them to a standard still for sure, but the tone matters. The mottos just keep giving. With greater familiarity comes not contempt, but contemplation. I highly recommend the practice. You can download our motto sheets for your own morning time by visiting the original post for this episode. You can find that at simplyconvivial.com audio and choose Season 7, Episode 43. And now it's time for this season's Simple Sanity Saver, Repent, Rejoice, Repeat. To learn and grow ourselves, we must repeat our lessons. Knowing is not the same as doing. Isn't that the truth? Learning is not simply knowing. It is acting in accordance to what we know every day. So learning is not a once and done thing. It's daily bringing our actions in line with our knowledge. Yes, to learn and grow, we have to expand our knowledge, but we also have to grow our capacity for living out the knowledge that we have. Application, continual daily application, is a part of learning. When you have to do the dishes again, teach a math lesson again, put on a smile again, repent again, rejoice again, sweep the floor again, don't pine for time to read more, thinking that's real learning. It is but so is living it out. So embrace the daily repetitions, the daily opportunities to put into practice what we know. Visit simplyconvivial.com audio and choose season seven to download a free one-page repent, rejoice, repeat printable that will help you keep focused on truth. 
Thank you for listening to the Simply Convivial audio blog. If you enjoyed this show, please leave a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. You can also hit the share button on the show notes to share this episode with your Facebook friends. At simplyconvivial.com slash audio, you can find all the episodes and sign up to get an email whenever a new one comes out. Remember, education is repentance. Repent, rejoice, repeat. Repent, rejoice, repeat.